Hi, folks. We're back. Pasty White and Fat Mac on the track. The 8-track. The 9-track. Shit, the 10-track, even. Oh, yeah. 10-track bands for a podcast. Woo! We got a show for you this week, folks. Which is good, because otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this. I know. If, if we, we didn't, didn't have, have a show, show, somebody like Pasty White might be sleeping right now. <laughs> and we don't want that. No, fuck that. No sleep till Brooklyn, and I ain't been there yet. Yeah. Uh. So, most of you might not know, but as we sit here recording at 10.48 p.m. Minnesota Central Time on 10-24-2018, yesterday marked a milestone for B-Sticks Podcast, and that our beautiful co-host, the Fat Mac, turned the ripe old age of 25 years old. 25 years. 25 years, guys. Can you believe it? This vapid void of vileness. So how'd it go for you, Fat Mac? Eh, it's been fun. It's been fun. It was a good. It was a good day. It was a good day. Enjoyed myself a bit. Relaxed a little bit. Ignored the hell out of Pasty White. Hang out with family. I didn't ignore anybody. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> At this current moment, when I don't have a cellular phone that's operating, it's either house phone or nothing, and if I'm not home, it's nothing. <laughs> but you refuse to give me your house phone number. You can have my house phone number. I'll send it to you tonight. <laughs> give it to me right now. Let's go. I don't fucking know it. <laughs> <laughs> I can uh. find it out. Uh, it was good. Then I had two, two good meals. Actually, today I had a birthday meal. I ate at, uh, went to Grizzlies, and I think it's the first time I've ever been to Grizzlies. Where the fuck is Grizzlies? Ah, uh, it's all over the place, man. But they, like, wood fire all their food, you know? They cook it over a, a wood fire, and I had their, um, their wings. I had a, um, it's better than cooking it over a plastic fire. It is. It was a bourbon molasses, um, chicken wings. And oh, man, with that... Cooked in the fire like that, the, the outside was just nice and crispy and everything, and oh, the sauce was killer, and yeah, it was good. I'm pretty sure I've never ate at a Grizzlies before, but man, they, they put the fire to food, as they say. Good stuff. I need some good wings in my life. Yeah, I hadn't had wings for a while, and so I was like, you know... I'm gonna try the wings. I'd heard good things about them. Man, they were literally, honestly, some of the best wings I've had in my life. Fun fact, folks. One of Pasty White and Fat Mac's very first bonding moments was at a wing eating competition in small town Redwood Falls, Minnesota. Neither one of us won, but but we but we won. I because we beat got to you, so I won. With we got to gorge in wings. <laughs> So anytime you get to gorge and publicly, wings, we got to publicly <laughs> make pigs out of ourselves on a stage, literally on a stage, like a bunch of freaks. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was wondrous. Unfortunately, I could not convince Fat Mac to also sign up for the pie eating contest with me. 
One or the other, he says. Well, you don't know, man. I'm I'm a I'm a former champion in the pie eating contest, and man, you it is all or nothing. If you're going into that pie eating contest, you have to have your tummy empty. You gotta be ready. To That's just... why you just purge in between rounds. Four. Nothing against that in the rule book. What do I look like? A thirteen year old girl? Yeah. Uh, on Friday nights. <laughs> uh all jokes right off the top of the show, but uh folks, I think we're gonna flip it right around and get a little bit serious with you. Yeah, we have to. We have to sometimes. So here's Fat Mac with our State of the Week address. Yes, folks, this week on Monday Night Raw, Roman Reigns spoke to all the fans. He didn't come out in his shield garb. He didn't come out with a vest or gloves. He didn't oorah. But he came out plain clothed and solemn. And he addressed himself as Laiti Joseph Anoa'i which is his legal name, his real name. And he revealed... It's his new gimmick. What are you talking about? Don't lie to the people. <laughs> he had revealed that he's battled with leukemia for the past 11 years. And in fact, it's the reason he had to quit football a while back, which brought him into to WWE. And though it had been in remission, he has just recently found out that the cancer has reared its ugly head once more. In a very emotional speech... He both thanked all the fans for their reactions over the years and relinquished his WWE Universal Championship. He said this was in no way his retirement from the company and vowed to return after kicking leukemia's ass once again. This was met with thank you Roman chants from the crowd and one of the most positive reactions ever for Roman Reigns. Which isn't saying a lot, but it's it's good. It's good that the fans could remove themselves. Yeah. This is a very scary time for Reigns and his family. And his first battle is just the beginning. Many people have survived leukemia only to pass from the illness during recovery due to severely weakened immune systems. But we here at Beef Sticks wish him a strong fight and a speedy recovery. And this is just... just Awful, awful news. It's something you never want to hear about anybody, ever. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and, and suck the dick of his ghost and say that, you know, oh he was he was underrated but was always great and always tried his hardest. I still don't think he was a great in ring performer, and I'd say when it comes to his work in the ring and his work on the mic, he was lower mid card at best. But he was put in the position he was put in, and he is separate from his career, and I, am a, as a person, am separate from a fan. And I, as a person, have no ill will to, to Joe, to anybody. And I really don't want to see anybody deal with this, you know? Yeah, it's pretty rough. It's, it's definitely very rough. Uh, you don't want to see this happen to anybody. And I know WWE's got to be hurting because they've put so much on his shoulders for so many years, and now he's not going to be there for a while. You got to scramble to fill a void that 
Very few people could stand in his place as as his character stood today. Yeah, and this this particularly uh, hits hard to home because my father has had cancer uh, multiple times actually, and just God, just a few weeks back uh, when he was at the VA, they found cancer again, and it, and it wasn't benign. So. I mean, my, my father's going through the exact same thing right now. So I completely understand what's going on. And, you know, and it's just, yeah, it's one of those things. It's, you know, we talked about Tegan Knox last week. And, yeah, you know, just despite how you might feel about these performers. And it's good that, that it seems like everybody's come out in support of him. New Japan has posted um, Impact Wrestlers, Ring of Honor, everybody has come out of the woodworks. I mean, it's not just like a WWE thing. Everybody's just, they feel for the man. As you should. As you should. And with that, though, Pasty, there's more, more bad news for the Anawai family came out this week. Another member of their famed family has come forward to reveal his own struggle with cancer. Roman's cousin, Samu Anawai, former WWE Tag Champion with Salofa Fatu Jr., a.k.a. Fatu, a.k.a. Jr., a.k.a. Rikishi, a.k.a. The Sultan, a.k.a. God, that guy's had a lot of fucking gimmicks. A.k.a. Mr. Stinkface 2001, <laughs> The Chronic. Chronic. <laughs> he revealed that he has stage 4 liver cancer and is currently awaiting a possible transplant. Samu is also a trainer and promoter in Pennsylvania, in addition to his great career as a wrestler. This was revealed on his Facebook page where he said, I want to take a minute to address the situation with myself and that of my family. I recently have posted I am selling shirts on Hawaii Strong. These shirts have been for sale for many years, and in light of the current situation that has struck myself and my family... I have decided to change the shirts to various colors for cancer. My cousin's news has struck the world, and we are all devastated at this time. But what many of you may not know is I am also dealing with stage 4 liver cancer, and I am currently waiting for God's grace to help me get a transplant. I am an elder member of my family, and in no way am I or my family attempting to profit from any serious sickness. Instead, I want to use our name in order to help doctors and researchers find ways to cure this evil sickness. I do not endorse, or will I ever endorse, profit on the misfortune of others or myself or that of my family. I want all of my friends, family, and fans to know we will always remain Anawai strong. And these shirts will remain for sale, and we will be speaking with various cancer organizations on how we can help. Until you can stand in the shoes we stand in, you'll never know the pain and the struggle we endure daily. Respectfully, Samu Anawai. It's rough. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's rough. And, um, I mean, basically everything that, that we said about Roman, we, we echo here for Samu. I mean, mm -hmm. we hope the best for him. Stage four liver cancer is, I don't know where Roman's at with his leukemia, but man, stage four liver cancer is not good. It's towards the end. Samu is much older than Roman. I mean, 
you never know. It could. I mean, one person could last forever. One person could snap in an instant. But yeah, I mean, well, age has to play a variation into it, as well as it your does. your physical health. Right. And that's where I feel. I feel like Roman has a very strong chance of beating this, and, and I'm coming back to WWE. Maybe if he keeps the vest on. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it couldn't hurt. Right. Unless that gave him cancer in the first place. Hey, it's, it's, it's hard to keep the vest on. Ask Pac. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Had to go there. Can't not have jokes on the Beef Sticks podcast, folks. People laming in my head, but I still wear the vest. <clears throat> and when Roman Reigns does get better and makes his triumphant return, he'll finally be as over as Vince McMahon always wanted him to be. That's that's the worst part, is it not? No, actually, I think the worst part is Vince uses this as his hinge point to finally <laughs> say, yeah, we're not going to Saudi Arabia after all. Yeah, right. Roman got cancer. We don't got our biggest draw. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it's I. I was thinking of that today, and I was like, God, you know, it's they just gonna. He's gonna come back, and, and then what if it comes out six months like down crazy. the line that Roman didn't have cancer, come back, <laughs> and it was all Vince's ploy. It's Vince's way to get him uh, over, and then Vince I finally is, did it. <laughs> Roman's so not over because of it. Uh, Roman Roman came in and he's like, Vince, I'm going to miss a few house shows. You know, my cousin, you remember Samu, ah, his, his cancer is getting really bad and you got to go spend some time with him, see him, help him get some stuff ready to try to get this transplant underway. Cancer, huh? I got an idea. That's uh, sick son of a bitch. I wouldn't put it past Vince. No. I'd like, to, I'd like to believe that Joe Anawaii wouldn't do that, but I would not put it past Vince. Tell me more about this cancer. Roman comes back and wins a warrior award. Fucker comes back, they shave his head and everything. <laughs> straight, straight coming back like rock circa 2007. <laughs> Wrap a blanket around his shoulders. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you know, if, if you can't have if you can't have fun with it and joke about it, you're already in hell. So I ain't even gonna tell you to go to hell. So you gotta you gotta joke about it, have fun with it. But you know, it, time goes on, things move on. Obviously, WWE is going into turbo mode trying to figure out what they're doing next they didn't even know if they wanted to turn Rollins now Rollins is turned for some reason fucking Braun Strowman turned face again he's gonna be the new big show he's <laughs> already he becoming the new big yep. show yep. god just face he heel, is face, what they heel, need face, him heel. to be on a weekly basis and then they uh turned they Elias Elias face and uh, Fucking nobody gives a shit about that. Anyway, as far as so. I'm concerned, Elias has been a face all along, unless he was in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, there's still. I mean, he's still never gonna do anything more than play a couple notes on a on a paper. All they're doing segment. is getting their fucking pawns in order for Survivor Series. That's all this is. They're trying to. 
They just fucking winging it. Before this whole thing came out about Roman, a report came out that allegedly uh, WWE creative said they had no idea what they're doing with uh, the Shield or with um, Dean Ambrose, and they were and they were just winging it from week to week. It's like no shit. You can tell. <laughs> right, right. But it's it's bad, and I, obviously it's even worse now. Um, allegedly, and I don't know, it wasn't there, but allegedly. Nobody other than Vince and just a handful of um, higher-ups knew about this whole Roman thing. Uh, People knew he was gone from house shows. It was reported he was out due to an injury. And allegedly, the wrestlers in the back were told that that the Roman situation was going to be addressed on Monday. But um, you would assume even the announcers didn't know because Michael Cole was promoting the... The triple threat match at Crown Jewel before Roman came out. Yeah. So as far as I could tell, I think Cole didn't know either. He assumed that, you know, Reigns was out for a little bit, but but he'd be back. He isn't going to miss a big event. <laughs> so, yeah, it sounds like few people knew anything about what was going on. Crazy. Crazy, Which, sad. I mean, on Vince's behalf is good on Vince. Let That's him good. come it's out not and tell it himself. Business. Yeah, it's nobody's business. Nobody's. Nobody's. Nobody. The show starts. The announcers welcome you to the arena and welcome you to Monday Night Raw. Be sure to join us later tonight for Roman Reigns, the Cancer's Back Party. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Nope, I joke, and it's probably in poor taste, and I might get some hate for it, but you it's gotta, not in poor taste, though. You gotta it's make not, light, like I, you know. Exactly, like I said, if you're not if you're not having fun with every situation, you're already in hell. I can't even tell you to go to hell. Your life is miserable. <clears throat> and that's just the way it is, as Tupac said. Anawai Strong. I wonder if it's going to be a new hashtag. How do you put an apostrophe in a hashtag? I don't think it <laughs> I works. think you just drop it at that point. I, th- I think so. I think I think you just... You don't do it. <sighs> yeah, and there still seem to be gung-ho for a crown jewel. There's still... Well, they still won't mention Saudi Arabia. Right. And last I checked, I should actually go online right now and check, but last I checked, tickets still weren't even on sale, and they didn't, all they had was the event and the uh, date and time. They didn't have a place or anything, and tickets weren't on sale. I'm going to go to WWE.com right now and see if uh, if you can buy tickets <laughs> to it. So, I mean, they they seem to be holding their, holding their balls or something. Yeah. I did hear a rumor today that they were potentially going to be removing it and having it be in the United States in Brooklyn, of all places. I yeah, feel like if you're going to transpose it and put it somewhere else and you want tickets to sell fast and it's called Crown Jewel, you should probably UK. take it to the UK. Yeah, that's what that's what most of the rumors I've heard. I've, they've been talking to people in England about put, moving it over to England. Especially with that event being so close to like the network debut of NXT UK. It'd be a great thing to do. 
Yeah, that starts, um, God, is it next week already? Yeah, that starts? as soon as the May Young Classic is over. Is it as soon? I, I thought there was an overlap in there, but maybe it's not. If anything, by a week or two. Well, well, no, the May Young Classic is over, so it'd be next week. Duh. We're actually going to get into that in our next segment. But yeah, the All May right. Young Classic is over, because the finale happens at Evolution. Uh, spoilers, folks. I win. You won. I'm getting a future... No, that's not it. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I win. The May Young Classic. I, I spoiled it for everyone. Have you heard the rumors that Ric Flair is supposed to be there? The fuck's up with that? At where? I mean, obviously, at uh, Evolution. Okay. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it'd be to support Charlotte, but I just love the fact that it's an all-women's pay-per-view and they're using Ric Flair's name. Well, I read somewhere that due to... to due to... I, I was probably just an internet troll. But due to rumors of, of sexism... They're allowing males to be valets at WWE. Oh, that was, that was from Kayfabe News, Luke. Yeah. Uh, was it Kayfabe? I usually look at yeah. things. Like, as it soon as K-Fabe I read News something, I look I down to see if it's Kayfabe. Yep, I seen that one. <laughs> Unless somebody cut just cut the picture of that and, and shared that. But I seen that exact same thing that said they're due to, due to sexism they had it. And it was um, Kayfabe News. Somebody had asked if Evolution should be part of Evolution. I said, yes, they should be the announced team. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great, especially with Flair being all misogynistic the entire time? Right. That'd be good. Good, good times. Will it not even let me? November 2nd. <sighs> You're November 2nd. WWE Crown Jewel. Nope. Still can't buy tickets for it. Hmm. Not going to be a great show if nobody's there. Maybe it'll just be the fucking Saudis. It's just the hey, royal family. Maybe you'll get I your mean, pay-per-view full of uh, empty arena matches you've always wanted. Last time it was... Last time, like, the first half of the seating was all the royal family. Mm-hmm. Since they knocked the size of the venue down so much, maybe <laughs> they, they can only the fit the royal family. Sorry, we're not selling any tickets. Nope. I don't know, man. Judging from recent events, I would not want to be a bunch of Americans in an arena surrounded by nothing but the royal family. Doesn't sound like the place you want to be. No, and we should probably give an update on on the whole yes. Kashagi incident and everything. Of course. So, so Saudi Arabia now has admitted that he is dead. Even though their their first line was, no, you just missed him. You missed him in 12, so going, 12, 12 briefcases. <laughs> yep. So they, they've it was an back, honest mistake. They said, no, he is dead. But what happened was he was being interrogated and he started freaking out. They got into a fist fight and he died in a fist fight. <sighs> now, if the reports of the man being split up into 15 suitcases and put into other countries is correct... That's a hell of a fist fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's some, that's some, I think some of the 15 men that came had to have been like a Liu Kang, Sub-Zero, <laughs> Goro, I'm, I'm assuming. Mm, I just because started picking many, up Mortal Kombat X again. Not many uh, fist fights end like that. 
And the American CIA has at least, they say, they have confirmed, this is coming from them, that they do have audio of the murder because he did turn on his iWatch before he went in there. So allegedly our CIA has audio of the murder. So, I mean, things are just getting worse mm-hmm. for the Saudis. Things are just getting worse. Um, if we have things like audio, like, why is this moving so slowly on our end? Because cause it's international and because of and because of money. It's the same reason of WWE. It's because of money. It's because we get so much money from the fucking Saudi government or the Saudi kingdom or whatever. That you can't just say, well, you murdered somebody, you did something bad. You gotta go, well, how much was this guy's life worth again? (laughs) And it's sad, but it's true. I mean, it's just, it's super sad. I mean, fucking, um, obviously this was before the Khashoggi thing, but when, when Trump had, was over there in Saudi Arabia, remember many moons back and they were all like, um, like rubbing on that glowing orb and shit. Remember that whole thing? I don't think you know, I do. You don't remember the glowing orb? No. <laughs> Man, go go Google Trump Saudi glowing orb. It's a fucking eerie picture. But anyways, he was there talking to them, and he literally pulled out a fucking chart. And he's like, oh, these guys, these guys give us so much money for our weapons. And he's going through showing all these different fucking weapons that we sell them, and he's like, 10 million for this. Oh, look at 6 million here. <laughs> Over a billion for this one here. And the guy, the Saudi guy is just laughing and Trump just is like splooging each time he says million. And it's like, you're just sitting here pointing at all the weapons that they buy from us and just fucking gleeing about how much they, they spend on these weapons that we sell them. That's why shit isn't going any faster than it's going. Right. Because, I mean, we literally get billions and billions of dollars from these guys and and for all we know, we sold them that hacksaw. Right, probably. It could have been our hacksaw, made in America. From Ace Hardware. Yep. You just... It's despicable that that's the world we live in. At the same time, if the Saudi prince has given me a few billion, I might let him kill some people. Right, right. My, my morals go right out the window, too. I just, yeah, I very well might let him kill That's a lot of money, and it's definitely worth more than your life. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't know that I'd let him kill you. Maybe. It depends on the day and what things I want to do that you're shooting down at the time. That's true. That's true. (laughs) I know the day I made Discord, you'd have had me hit. (laughs) Well, but that's taken off, Loke. So oh, I, yeah. No, that's... I stand corrected. We're doing swimmingly over at the Discord channel, <laughs> folks. Oh. God, I think that's all the updates on this whole thing. At least from the, a political point of view or, you know, not a, a wrestling <coughs> point of view. Um, we'll get into some more wrestling stuff when when we add the sizzle to the steak. Mm, I love some sizzle on my steak. I like sizzling steak, buddy. Oh, I've been seeing lately people... Cure their fucking steak in butter, salted butter. Uh, just cut a chunk off and throw it in the frying pan, and then meet your two best friends in the shower with some laxatives. Hell yeah. Sometimes it's, that's how you have to do it. Mm. 
Sometimes. That's the only way to do it. I'm surprised you didn't call for a session for your birthday yesterday. I did. You weren't on the list. Sorry. Oh, oh. I kid. I would never do it without you. Sure. Never. How nice of strategy to apologize for taking me away from you, though. Yeah, that was heartfelt. I felt good about that. <laughs> I still uh, I still have to punch him one of these days, but... In the butthole, with your tongue. Damn right. <clears throat> the old butthole tongue punch. <laughs> Pretty sure that's how uh, Uma Thurman killed Bill and Kill Bill, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think it was. I mean, if if it isn't, it would have been a way better fucking ending than the one they had anyways, so shit. Uh, I never followed those fucking movies. No, they were parodied it, enough, I never had to watch them. You know, it, honestly, honestly, very good movies. I enjoyed, well, I enjoyed the first one. I love the first one. And the second one is pretty good, but the ending just literally makes it, to me... I've talked about this in, in wrestling, too, like on pay-per-views or even a match. You can have, like, the best pay-per-view card in the world. And if your main event shits the bed, it really kills the whole card because you have to end. And it's same with the movie, man. If the very end of your movie is awful, it to me, it affects the way I see the whole movie. Yeah. And I still, as I take the word of the man who made it. So I, I go by Tarantino's words, and I consider Kill Bill one movie. It's one movie that came out in two parts. You know, very similar to like It is going to be one movie. It's just in two parts. Mm -hmm. So I honestly feel it's one movie in two parts, and I feel it gets killed. I feel like Beef Sticks podcast is one episode and 82 parts. 83, 83 parts. now. Yes. I could not find 83. Uh, no, I couldn't find 82 when I was when I was getting on here yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Maybe it was today. Maybe it was, Actually, I think it was today. I was looking all around. I could not find 82. Could not find 82. Could not find 82. And then, boop, and then it was there. It's like, I don't know what the fuck happened. I seen 81. I seen 83. <laughs> couldn't it find 82. It was on 82. vacation. I was like, God, oh, we lost a whole episode. But then we didn't. Then I found it and brought it back. Alright. So, it looks record, like we got folks. some May Young Connors, Classic. Connor's Cure is failing. Connor's Cure is failing. Is it failing? Well, it must be. Fucking Roman got cancer. Maybe maybe the plan of Connor's cure is really to spread cancer for profit. Fuck yeah, I, I wouldn't wouldn't put it past me. <laughs> put it past Vince. <laughs> you know, now that I think about it, cancer didn't even exist until Vince started getting big. Man, makes sense. God, it makes a hell put of a lot of pieces sense. Pieces to the puzzle. I'll be damned. It's wild. Yeah, um, so this week of the May Young Classics saw the semifinals. We were going to see who 
is going to Evolution to find out the May Young Classic, Coke Classic, Winter Classic, Summer, Moon and Stars. So we've seen Tony Storm take on Mako Satomura. I mean, you just had to figure. You knew what was going to happen. I mean, Mako is a legend, but we knew Tony, we knew Tony Storm was going all the way. We knew she was going all the way. wasn't a, wasn't a shock. wasn't a surprise. Tony Storm beat Mako. Then we seen Rhea Ripley take on the amazing Io Shirai. And might I say, Rhea Ripley is just doing fan fucking tastic on Twitter. Have you seen any of this Twitter shit, Pasty? Oh, he's digging in the drawers. No. I don't even know what he's doing. <laughs> so, you know, obviously the Mae Young Classic was was um, all taped, you know, like over a month ago. And they just put it out and then the, the main event is going to happen live on Evolution. But anyways, the day after the uh, episode where Tegan Knox blew out her other knee in a match against Rhea Ripley came out. Or, or what aired, she went on Twitter and she said, uh, oh, God, what, what, did, what did, how did she word it? Oh, God, give me some more. Say, like, um, in honor, in honor of, in honor of my match with Tegan Knox, I'm, uh, I'm going to be busting out my, my new finisher, the leg lock. And then, uh, I think the very next day she switched her profile picture on Twitter to the picture of Tegan Knox crying and holding her knee. I was like, oh my gosh, this woman just, she knows how to be a heel. She's got this shit down. She knows what she's doing. And I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. I 100% believe that, you know, Tegan is in on it. I don't think Rhea would be doing this without her consent you know I, I don't think I don't know the woman but I'd like to believe she's professional and wouldn't do that and obviously she could have done it at any time and she waited until the episode came out so she's I mean it's a work but it's a great work man I love it when heels don't act all goody two like don't Braun Strowman on Twitter like he's supposed to be a heel and then he's fucking Where'd you get dropped? Yeah, I don't know. A call failed all of a sudden. Holy buckets. I was just rambling up. <clears throat> well, we're back. All right. I don't know where to start back on. Um, but, so... Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> she's got her... I don't think that Rhea is, is doing it maliciously. I would like to believe that Tegan Knox is in on it. She's a professional. If she was being a dick about it, she wouldn't have waited until the episode came out to post the, the pictures and the comments and the fun stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. That's but I think it's great. Thing. I like 
I like heels being heels on social media. I don't like it when they Braun Strowman it up and like their their heels and throwing things around on TV and then they're posting cute little Twitter fucking pictures and shit like that. If you're a heel, you're a heel twenty four seven. You don't get to you don't get to take it off. You know, uh, Champa was great at that. Aries has been great at that. This Rhea Ripley seems to know it. I mean, in this social media day and age, you kind of have to do it. Otherwise, I think you lose some of your mystique. Right, right. The kayfabe now exists on the internet. That's where you gotta keep it. <sighs> but, Io Shirai ended up defeating Rhea Ripley. So, um, those two will be going to the Evolution pay-per-view. Evolution! That's my theme song. I Everyone's evolving! We're just going to end it there. I thought we were doing a back and forth oh, no. thing. Just Evolution! It's like Power Rangers. doesn't need more than that. Power Rangers had a whole lot more than <laughs> Shut that. Shut up. No, it didn't. <laughs> yeah, they had Go-Go Power Rangers, you Mighty <coughs> Morphin Power Rangers. Go-Go Power Rangers. We need teenagers with attitude. Because if I had some of the most powerful forces in the cosmos, the first thing I would give it to is hormonal fucking jackasses. <laughs> right, right. I mean, that just makes sense to mm. me. Who's more responsible to handle powers that could destroy the earth than teenagers with attitude? Not even just fucking, li- not even like, we need teenagers who are well-behaved. No, teenagers with attitude. Fucking Zordon, what were you thinking? Quickly, to the detention class. No one, though, myself included, no one at, you know, what was that, 97? Probably 97, 96? Nobody would have said back then, you know, I bet in 2018 they're still making new episodes. (laughs) Right. Nobody would have said that. Nobody. It's... it's, Unfathomable. What cartoons are going to last into your middle ages? Pokemon (laughs) and Power Rangers. It's, yeah, it's just, man, the world is different, man. The world is different now. strange. It is. It's a weird, wild, wild and wacky world we dwell in. All right. All right. That one didn't go over too well. I heard the crickets. I could hear them. I guess moving on from that, where so that... where else do you go but the? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going exactly where you were, with B sticks, <laughs> chick picks. That's right, guys. Oh. It's the Wom Wom Evolution picks. Where's the Wom Wom come from? Because if you say woman, that... it's got men in it. And you don't want that because it's an all women's event. Ah, you can't say you female because male. Because it's got the word male yeah. in it. You're right. We always we're always judging them as can't even call them human. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. But so they're wom woms. You heard it here first, folks. Pacey White does not consider <laughs> no, females sh- human. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm doing this for them. <laughs> 
Oh, I didn't know if it was like something somebody accidentally said on on WWE TV or what. <laughs> nope. Nope. I just started Folks. typing it up, and partway through, I'm like, oh, yeah, we should really give more credit to these ladies. You know, six weeks we've been going since we quit our summer of other. And I think I've watched one episode of SmackDown and one episode of Raw. Hey, that's that's <laughs> where I'm at too. But we have the opportunity uh, yeah. to watch it if we so choose. <laughs> I watched last week. I watched both of them live, and um, I was I was not happy with that. I was not happy with that decision. Sad, mm. but the historic Wom Wom evolution. Dick picks, chick picks. Sorry, <laughs> I was originally going to call print, the episode "Chicks with Dick Picks." <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I like that chicks with picks, but then we would be the chicks because we have the right. picks. Well, I mean, beef sticks, chick picks, could still be us as chicks. It, it could be. I like how it just flows, though. It mm-hmm. flows very well. Beef sticks, chick picks. I was going to put more words in there too. Beef, sti- beef sticks, strict chick picks. Uh, beef yep, sticks, quick chick picks. <laughs> I, well, I was thinking about even making it like longer, but that'd be already hard. Quick strict chick picks. <laughs> beef sticks, strictly chickly. Yeah, I was all over the place. You were, you were. Your your female puns are awesome because you you got the her historic Wom Wom's Battle Royal match. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and I still still can't get over the fact that not only did Naomi never get her world title shot for winning that, that women's Battle Royal, but... But they, they never even sent her that fucking golden uterus, that that uteri on high, right? Like they went through all the trouble of making that trophy, and what what did they do with it? Who else fucking wants Vince. it? He I mean, thinks it's why dirty. They just give it to her, and he likes it. It is dirty. <laughs> it's just. It's ridiculous. It's See, I like to look fail. at this uh, as as Naomi retained her her ability to challenge for a Wom Wom's championship, <laughs> and she's defending it here in this historic right. Wom Wom's battle royal. Yeah, they should they should put the fucking they should put the the, the, the trophy up, <laughs> right? <laughs> For that matter, we've never seen that fucking... They should hang the trophy above ass... the ring and turn it into a battle royal ladder match. <laughs> For that matter, we've never seen that fucking green belt that Braun Strowman <laughs> won the last time they went to Saudi Arabia. It's probably still over they there. They probably I'm, I'm gave sure it to the, the prince, crown prince. The prince has it. Yeah, the prince has it hanging up in his fucking <laughs> palace. Like, I don't know. Next to Yokozuna's thong. <laughs> And no, I'm not talking about his traditional sumo garb. I mean his thong that he'd wear in private life. Yeah, the one Cisco wrote that song about. Damn right. 
Um, so this battle royal, we don't know everybody who's going to be in it. We don't even know how many people are going to be in it. We don't. I looked. But we know that the the returning Tamina Snuka will be there. Yeah. The iconic duo of Peyton Royce and Billy Kay will be there. Which means they'll be eliminated shortly. The Lunar Lady Ember Moon will be there. Well deserved. The uh, canine cutie Alicia Fox. N- not not well deserved. The bodybuilding Brooke, known as Dana. Let her win. The Empress of Today, Oscar. I thought it was yesterday. A woman by any other name would smell just as sweet Mandy Rose. Krula Sonia Deville. <laughs> uh, Carmela, Lana, Naomi, and Tori Wilson. Hey, you better say something nice about my lady. Okay. The Staten Island Princess, Carmela. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. The ravishing Russian Lana. The glow queen Naomi. And Tori Wilson. And the best of the two Tories, Tori Wilson. Thank you. I'll take that. She looks nothing like she did back in the day, though. It's weird to me. Back when Billy Kidman was sticking it to her? (laughs) How that kid got that woman, I will never know. Money. (laughs) Fucker had no money back then. So this is, I think this is everybody's favorite part of this Beef Sticks Picks segment when we try to decipher who's going to win a fucking battle royal. And we don't I, even know, know everybody right. in the match. And, you know, yeah, and it doesn't affect any storylines. And obviously whoever wins doesn't even get fucking anything anyways. So it's really a just fucking pulling a rabbit out of a hat. I'm going to go with people on the list that's already named because usually that would be the case if one of those are going to be the one to walk out the winner. Yeah, and you haven't done very good when you try to pull people out of the air. (laughs) China's zombie corpse! (laughs) (laughs) That would be so badass. No. um, Thinking logically here, with Ronda Rousey as champion... And the horsewomen and stuff kind of moving in that direction. Ooh, I don't. I see where you're going. Do you? I guess I thought I Lana? did. Lana? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Didn't see that. No, Sonia Deville winning. Yeah, okay, that's where I thought you were. The going. Battle Royale and then choosing to go face Ronda Rousey. I think that could be a good way to go. I, that would be. I think out of all of these in front of me, that's the, that's the money maker. I. You'd have to have Sonya Deville do something insane like eliminate Mandy Rose, though. You know what I mean? She's got to right. step away from the group in order to do this the right way. I have a feeling. I mean, Asuka's in a tag team with Naomi. I don't see her getting it. Um. No, Asuka's there is the name you really think is going to win, but isn't going to. 
Right. Carmella, I don't know what happened if she fell from their graces or what, but they were really pushing her, and now... She died now that she's hair. a face, too? Is that what the deal is now? She's a face also? I guess. Like, why is she a face? She was so good as a heel. Um, man, I could see Tamina Snuka since she just came back doing it, and she's a, a big powerhouse. <laughs> but I am going to say... I know, right? That is pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, I remember back in the day when I had so much faith in Tamina Snuka and what they would do with her. <laughs> right. It's almost it's almost as funny as saying her dad didn't kill his girlfriend. Right. <laughs> um, I'm going to go and say Peyton Royce wins, and this causes a little friction between her and Billy Kay. I don't want to see him split up, but I wouldn't mind seeing a little friction play. I don't want here. any friction between them. I like them together, and if they split, or if they ever split, I, or had shown signs of splitting, split I wouldn't like Billy Kay anymore. I don't want them to split up. I, I want them to stay together. But I'm I'm gonna go Peyton Royce. It's a it's a long shot, okay. but in all honesty, fucking. I mean, if they do work together, shot. they could. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie. You know who I want to see win huh? this? With, with not even joking, Dana Brooke. I think she has an upside that they oh, can yeah. use. I think. She's got the look. She, I mean, she's she got might the need physique. a mouthpiece, or somebody can can work with her. But yeah, she's got the look. She's got. And the she's physique. already got she's Titus got... for the mouthpiece. Not that that's oh a good God. mouthpiece, but that's not a good mouthpiece. But no, I've always wanted them to push Dana Brooke. I feel like she she has the it factor they should be looking for in women's wrestlers. There's yeah, there's something about her. I don't. I think they tried to push her too too fast, too quickly, right away, and I think that hurt her. Well, the problem was is they wanted to push her, but, but they were pushing Charlotte, and so they had to make her Charlotte's lackey, and yeah. that's where her whole career fell to shambles. When yeah, and they just didn't know what to do with her. One day she was best friends with somebody. One day she was a lackey. One day she was a heel. One day she was a face. They really. I mean, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing with her. They had, they don't sit down. They right now they barely sit down and come up with a script for anybody on the show, but they definitely don't for the women. And this this pay per view right here is proof. Of oh yeah, it, that they just don't even give a shit. Um, all right. Am I typing? I can type. All right. So I got Peyton, and you can bring on the next deal. All right. Up next we have. The May Young Classic Final, Io Shirai versus Tony Storm, Storm, Storm. I, um, I know who, <coughs> I, honestly, I know who should win, in my opinion, and that's my girl, Io Shirai, but I think that with last year doing the Kyrie Sane thing and having another Japanese sensation female come through and win it, I don't think she's going to. And, you know, um, Tony Storm has the fans behind her. I mean, the fans have just really gotten into her, which is great. I'm, I'm, that's awesome. That's organic. They they need that. I'm going to say Tony takes it. I think I'm right there with you. I think so. I didn't watch the Mayo Classic, but from everything I've heard and all you've told me, yeah. I do think this is going to be just, th this will probably be the match of the night. It very well could be. I don't think so. 
It's either this or the NXT ex- Women's Championship. What did you just say? The NXT Women's Championship. Go. Get it right. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> After this, we have we don't know what to do with these women versus the Riot Squad. <laughs> the the waste for those of you who haven't been f- again. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who haven't been following the women they don't know what to do with, it's Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Natalia. Obviously. My question is, why why just why aren't all six of these in the fucking battle royal? I well, because I I wouldn't want them to be. I, I mean, these six all have potential. So do other women in the battle royal. Yeah, but we all know that this is going to end with Sasha Banks and Bailey not getting along so well, costing them. I the hope match. not. I hope they're. I hope they're past. Oh that. God, it'll never. I haven't been never, watching as long as they're so, in a ring together. WWE is going to do this shit. I hope they don't, because they know we really want it. It could literally come to a head here, though, too. That's what kind of I'm hoping to see. Because other than that, I don't care anything about this match. Might as well. They're starting to build things towards WrestleMania. You might as well do this at the women's pay-per-view building for WrestleMania. So what you picked, then? Riot Squad! You fucking changed all my shit. I had this thing looking so nice and different than usual, and you came back and redid my work, and it doesn't say Riot Squid anymore. I didn't change any of your spelling. I just made them bigger and, and uh, wombled them. I didn't even notice you had awkward spelling until we were just going over it just now. <laughs> <laughs> I seen the historic. I seen the wamwams. I didn't see all the other stuff. Um, but I'm I'm with you. I think the riot squad. I think I think they're they're wasting an opportunity if they don't push Ruby Riot. This woman can be one of your best. Mm-hmm. She's gonna be one of your best heels, and I I I honestly believe she could be an amazing face also. But I think. I think they're, if they're not pushing her, I want her to take the pin. Or not take the pin. I want her to give the pin. And I want it to be on somebody other than Natalia. Thanks. And I want them to push her. So I'm going to go with uh, Riot Squad. Hopefully they do the right thing. All right. Which brings us up to the contender for match of the night. The NXT WOMWOMS Championship. Kyrie Sane. Versus Shayna Baszler. With Kyrie Sane as the champion, of course. Of course. Does the Sky Captain of tomorrow retain her championship? I am going to say yes, actually. I think, uh,. Shane has had her turn. I think she did great. I think she's uh, moving up to the roster pretty soon, to the main roster, if you will. And um, yeah, I, I I think I think Kyrie retains. I think she keeps the title. Hmm. I want to see that awesome elbow drop right on Shane. Bam! I want to see Shayna catch it and break her arm. 
wouldn't be the first time. If that tells you what my pick <sighs> is. feel like I got to go against the grain here. Shayna should be called up to the main roster. She hasn't yet, which leads me to believe they still got things for her to do on NXT. Kyrie Sane is good. I think Shayna could could stand to benefit more from having the championship a little bit longer. All right. Shayna it is. All right. Shayna Basil. Then moving on to another throwing together match. <laughs> Three older ladies and Alexa Bliss. That's what I call Not this one. Older ladies. They're veterans. <laughs> More they experienced. So They're young bucks yet. Well young seasoned. Bucks. Um Trish Stratus and Lita. Versus Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. I'm so glad they made this into a tag match, though, and not two separate matches like it was originally going to be. Right. They were. The thing I didn't like right off the bat is you put Trish Stratus up against Alexa Bliss when Mickey James is obviously it the one you be. want to fight Trish. Yeah. Now. Yeah, they got so much history. Granted, it's not going to be anything like it was back then. But I'm really looking forward to no. seeing these two in the ring together. Other than that, I would just, this match is a snooze fest. I would just love, though, if uh, Mickey and Trish recreated the old crotch grab <laughs> hand lick. I mean, Trish does it to Mickey. have been pushing the envelope lately. <laughs> I would just, I would love it. I would love it. I would love to see it. Or maybe Trish does it to Alexa. There you go. I don't know. Pass it down. That was just such and an iconic 20 years moment. from now, I, I, I Alexa's going to do it to some young upstart. I really don't like the exploitation of women as sexual objects in wrestling. But it at that time, it just worked so well with the storyline of Mickey James being obsessed with Trish Stratus. You know, it, it, it probably was ex- expletive a little bit, but it also went with the story. It made sense. And it was just, and it was just such a moment that you just don't don't get to see enough of. There's not many times you can have that kind of a moment. They did it a few mm-hmm. times with like Gold Dust, but yeah, no, it's just an iconic moment. And hopefully, we don't see Mickey James and Trish Stratus in the ring again very often. So there's not many other times you're going to get a chance to recreate that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've. For for this being kind of a throwaway match, I've got high hopes that this one could at least be entertaining. Uh, hopefully, nobody gets injured. Hopefully, hopefully, um, Trish Stratus and Lita both didn't look so great in the last women's battle royale. So to put them to have the faith to put a full match in their hands, I almost wonder if this is going to be a quick one. It could be. I thought Lita looked good in the last battle royal. I'm going to say that. I thought maybe, looked, maybe, maybe like Lita was really the one much. callback that looked decent. I feel like she was. So what do you got, Pop? Mm. I know what I got. I don't know what I got. I mean, 
obviously you want to pass the torch but I'm not ready to see that torch passed and so I think I'm gonna go with a little bit of TNL yeah yeah TNL yeah tits and lasagna um, my two favorite that's things that's a night if you ask me that is a night even Garfield can agree with that. Even on a Monday. <laughs> Even on a Monday. Especially like on that. a Monday. That's how you need to start Especially. your week off right. Right. Um, I, I'm hoping WWE is thinking and cares about the product. And I don't see any value in Alexa Bliss losing. Or Mickey James losing. They're both, they're both on the roster. They're both full-time wrestlers right now. Right. I don't want to see Trish and Lita come back full time, so I'm hoping Alexa and Mickey go over because because if not, this whole match was for nothing. If it isn't to put over Alexa Bliss, it's for nothing. Yeah, we don't but need I to mean, put over Lita. Trish and Lita already fought a few months ago, and they're back to fight again. Who's to say Vince isn't trying to get them to come back a little bit more? Oh, he's trying to get everybody who was around when WWE was doing good ratings right. to come back. Anybody he can. Damn right. If he could if he could fire all the women that were in that battle royal and hire all the fucking uh, women that were around during the Attitude Era, he'd do it in a heartbeat. I have no doubt about that. Yeah, I'd be inclined to, to agree with you there. <coughs> if we bring back more old people, the ratings will get better. Because the ratings were better when they were around. Yeah. Even though when they were around, they were the fresh new faces. Right. <laughs> and they were up against older names over in WCW. <laughs> and people wanted to see the fresh new talent. Ah, something just doesn't seem to line up there, Vince. He got in the hit in the head at some point and something's just a little off. That's it. I think it was when he blew up in his limousine. <laughs> That'll do that to a man, I suppose. He's really a robot. You hear, it's uh, not even Vince McMahon anymore. Right? He costs so it's much not, to maintain, it's... that's why you don't see him very often. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, they're they're, they're great prosthetics. <laughs> why else do they have to do these multi-billion and... dollar deals with Saudi Arabia for money? It's to keep Vince. Yeah, where's this going. money going? <laughs> <laughs> um, did did you see? Uh, he burns cash as fuel. <laughs> did, I believe it. <laughs> did you see the uh, interview where they uh, asked Shane McMahon about the incest angle with Stephanie? I saw it, but I didn't watch it. He uh, so they. Uh, Ask Shane about the <laughs> about McMahon wanting to do an incest angle with Shane and Stephanie. It was when Stephanie was pregnant. He wanted to reveal that it was Shane's baby, <laughs> and uh, and allegedly he bounced around bounced around the idea of it being his baby. Also, Vince, you know, Vince's. Of course, Vince. Would. But he wanted to. Well, of course he would. But he wanted it to be Shane's baby, and they asked Shane about it, and his response was, "Hey, my sister's hot. I don't think it would have bothered me." <laughs> Oh my god, these people are something different. They're, They're really robots. They're something different, aren't they? They're all robots. They Shane died in a helicopter different. crash. And he wonders why Triple H doesn't like him. 
Because <laughs> he's trying to shag Triple H's wife. <laughs> right. My biggest competition is my brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, these people, man, there's just something. And he's a robot. <laughs> he's a robot. <laughs> I guess, well, I don't know. Can robots be incestuous? He wasn't a robot at the time, but he's a robot now. He died in the helicopter oh, crash. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He did. Is Stephanie a robot? Did she die? I mean, Triple H could have killed her when he married her. Undertaker actually he's, he's went said it was chloroform. Sacrifice. Right? Who knows what's going on? Who knows what the she's fuck is going on? She's not a robot, on, though. Man? She's a ghost. The more I hear stories about shit that was going on when I wasn't watching WWE, I'm like, damn, I'm glad I wasn't watching WWE. <laughs> Some weird shit. Did you know fucking Mick Foley was an announcer for a while? Who the fuck thought it was a good idea to make Mick Foley an announcer? I don't know if I saw that or not. If I did, not I'm sure I wouldn't remember it anyway either. because it's Mick Foley talking. Yeah, I love Mick Foley, and I, and I think he's he's an amazing promo. But promo and uh, play-by-play guy can be two very different things. Right. Not everybody's Jesse Ventura can pull them both off. I want McFoley announcing as early mankind. Yeah, that'd be fun. Give me that as a 2K19 DLC pack. You, you should be able to get different announcements. People would pay for that shit. Yeah, I'm still waiting for them to give you the option to turn announcing off on the network. Just, you know, English, SAP, no announcing. <laughs> just the ring, just the ring in the audience, like when you watch old house shows or something and say, like, you know how nice that would be? Oh my God. I do that sometimes um, in 2K18, but that's because the announce team is fucking god awful. Just turn down the announcers. Turn the announcers off. Can you Don't do that on there? Or you just... Yeah. It's just an option you, slider. You can do that? That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That is awesome. I like you. Oh, next up we have the title match that doesn't matter to Vince. That's right. SmackDown's Wom Wom's Championship. The champion, Becky Lynch. Versus the challenger. Charlotte Flair. This one, out of all of uh, this one, and probably the the battle royal, obviously, are the hardest to pick because we know fucking Vince, <laughs> right? And it's like <sighs> he really wants to do the wrong thing. He really wants to do the wrong thing. <laughs> that being said. I'm going to, as I went with good faith earlier with the Riot Squad and whatnot, and with uh, went with good faith and thinking that they would push Alexa Bliss, I'm going to go in good faith and assume they're doing the right thing, and Becky retains, keeps the title. This is a last woman standing match, by the way. I mean, last wom-wom standing. Oh, yeah, it is something about something, yeah. isn't it supposed to be? You didn't read that in there, Nope, buddy. I didn't, but you were supposed to know. I forgot because they had a a kerfuffle on the last pay-per-view. I don't even remember what the fuck happened. 
Oh, but yeah, the Becky Lynch hit her with the title. Everybody hated it, and I thought it was good. Yeah. I liked Becky Lynch ripping into Edge. That was fun. Make sure you don't hurt your neck on the way out there. Eh? <laughs> I turned to Canadian instead of Irish for some reason. <laughs> I don't fuck. I don't know. I wish she talked like that. <laughs> um, yeah, that was good. That was good that she uh, she held her own in there with Edge. I thought. Yeah. Yep. I thought she did very well. Yeah, I think I'm right there in the same boat with you. I. If they go with Charlotte Flair, it just it completely shows everything. It shows everything. I can't even pinpoint exactly it what it shows because it shows an awful lot. I'll tell you one thing though. I'm gonna say it right now. If that video comes out that her uh, ex husband claims there there's footage of her uh, spewing racial slurs, I want them to fucking erase her like they did Hogan. Hogan's fifty times. A million times the name Charlotte Flair yeah. is. Um, in all honesty, in WWE, Hogan's even bigger name than Ric Flair is. I'm talking just WWE, folks. Don't don't fucking <laughs> bombard us with emails and tweets. No, please I'm do. Just WWE. Um, Twitter.com. And if there's video, B6CSB. <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash B6Podcast. Yep, just send them all that way. But it, yeah, if that Fat video Max exists, if that's at real. Dot com. <laughs> Just that email. If that video exists, they they better they better erase her like they did the Hulkster. Who um? There's there's non-confirmed reports that he's going to Saudi Arabia. Also, I did see that. They're really pulling everybody out. They're pulling all the old names out. <laughs> Um, so last, but definitely not least, and what should be a good match. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For what it's worth. Um, Nikki's we got the, the raw. Um, um, okay. Championship. Championship. Ronda Rousey as the champion. Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Hot Ronda. It's fucked up. My mom's name is Rhonda. They should never use that. <laughs> Versus Nikki Bella. The one who doesn't botch so much. So, before we even get into picks here, I, I we didn't I didn't get a chance to bring this up last week. I was hoping we'd have time and we ended up going long last week and everything. So I wasn't even able to bring it up last week. Anything about Ra, I don't think. That promo that Ronda Rousey cut on Nikki Bella that everybody thought was amazing, mm. I think is just horrible. And not that it wasn't a good promo, it was it was a pretty good promo. But the fact that we're going into this historic all women's evolution battle and we're you know, women are equals and give women a chance and you know, we should be looking at their work ethic and not their body and this, to to throw down the whole slut shaming and to say that the only reason she's where she is is by sleeping with John Cena and calling herself, calling each other do-nothing bitches is catty fucking um, attitude era bullshit. It's not real storytelling. And it's and it goes against empowering women. Nikki should be able to fuck anybody she wants and still go in there and put on a good match if she puts on a good match. Truly. 
I don't know. It's... I mean, it builds off their their Twitter shit and Instagram shit back and forth. It does what it does. It does. And from what I heard, Ronda Rousey had a very strong part in writing her promo, which to me is fucking nuts. Because we have lots of great it. promo people who don't get to write for themselves. And then you bring in an MMA fighter and let her write for herself. Yeah, I really don't buy I, that. I, I've, I've seen those reports. I could see it, and I do buy it. That it was That's mostly her, thing. and it's like, number one, no, I don't think Vince would do that. Number two, reports have come out that Heyman is kind of the main guy working with her on storylines and stuff like that. And Heyman is amazing at accentuating people's positives and hiding their negatives. I don't think he would put her out there on blast and be like, here, write your own promo and let's have you go out there and just hope and see. <laughs> well, I'm that. sure they wrote it together. It. Yeah. And I, I mean, mean, if Heyman wrote out. the promo, I can understand why that's all this catty shit talking. Yeah. To me, it, it reads like, like Heyman. Yeah. Wrote but I, I don't know. Rhonda could have wrote it too. I just feel somebody at some point should have said, hey, isn't this going against everything we're trying to build up and empower women by having two women just cut each other down and use their men as targets or their former men or and calling each other bitches back and forth? Bitch. What does that accomplish? I didn't know what the fuck a DNB was. I was like, I don't know what oh, the hell's going on. Oh, that's been around since she was up. in the uh, UFC. I had to look it up. Well, now you know. I didn't know what a didn't know what a DNB was. It's a dirty, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, God, who's picking? That? You're picking next. You're picking next. Who are you picking? Picker. Um, picker, picker, picker. Uh, I put faith in Vince a couple of times in this pay per view already. <laughs> <laughs> It is. Especially in a women's pay-per-view, we probably There needs to be some balance here. And I think due to dastardly deeds, Nikki Bella takes the championship off of Ronda Rousey. Ronda's had it. She's had her taste of the limelight. She she deserved what she had. But she'll be better off chasing. You got Nikki Bella back, who's a quote-unquote established veteran. Give her back the title for now. Let Ronda do some chasing. It's good for ratings. It's good for total bellows. That's my pick. Um. Sadly, I'm right there with oh. you. I, I can't. I don't see Ronda keeping it against Nikki. I mean, the only other option is they get in the ring and two minutes into the match, Ronda breaks her arm. <laughs> you know? And I just, right, I don't yeah, see that happening. Squashes her. I wonder if we're yeah, going to see some Nikki twin magic. Well, they can't do that now, man. <laughs> Not, well, I mean, if Brie pads her bra, maybe or something, yeah. but now, I mean, as soon as. Well, Nikki I mean, if the ref's that, looking right. at her tits. Oh, hopefully, <laughs> I'm hoping they have the female refs on this pay-per-view, in all they honesty. Should. They have two female refs, right? Two of that I know of. Two female referees. Um, two two referees can handle this. There's only fuck it, one of them's a damn uh, battle royal, but there's only what seven matches. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
with one of them being a battle royal, there shouldn't be no reason two two women can't handle this. Yeah, let the let the women referee this. So there you have it, folks. That is our women's evolution picks. Ah, you fucked it up. I was doing, I was saying women on purpose, and then I fucked up the rest of it, and so I fucked it all up on (laughs) two different levels. Mind me not. (laughs) Um, Just quickly, since we might have a little bit of extra time. NWA had their 70th, 70th anniversary show this last week. And uh, I just wanted to go through the results, not really anything heavy on it, but just go through what happened. One one big one big thing happened, which I'm sure everybody's oh, already yeah. heard about, but nonetheless. Um, started out with a dark match. Pasty's boy defeated Kareem Briante. James boy, Ellsworth. I mean, you're damn right. The man's getting around. He is. He's got a dark match on an NWA 70th anniversary Was he booed as viciously as he was in New York? Couldn't tell you. Probably not, but couldn't tell you. Um, in, the actual, in the actual show, there's a four-way elimination match for the NWA National Heavyweight Championship Tournament Round 1. And Sam Shaw defeated Colt Cabana, Sammy Guevara, and Scorpio Sky. There was a fatal four-way elimination match for the NWA National Heavyweight Championship Tournament Round 1. Another match, and the Mac defeated Jay Bradley, Mike Paro, and Ricky Starks. We had a match that seen Barrett Brown defeat Laredo Kid. There was a Kiss My Foot match. Former champion Tim Storm defeated Peter Avalon. Peter Avalon sounds like a foot kisser. He does. There's the NWA World Women's Championship. Jazz defeated Penelope Ford by submission. You don't hear enough about Jazz. She's been the NWA Women's Champion for a long time, and people just don't seem to talk about her. It would have been awesome. She could still be at the, the Evolution and the Battle Royal or something, but I would love to see her. At Evolution. That would be awesome. Um, and then we had the match that pitted the two winners for the champ or for the tournaments for the NWA National Heavyweight Championship. Sam Shaw and Willie Mack. They met in the ring. Only one could enter, and both could leave. I screwed that up. <laughs> <laughs> but the Mack defeated Sam Shaw, and the Mack is your new NWA National Heavyweight Champion. Return of the Mac once again. Return of You're the You're on Mac. a victory tour, huh? Damn fucking right. Then we had a tag team open challenge. Crimson and Jax Dane, who have been uh, wrestling for a while together. They, it doesn't say on here, but they they uh, something about the um, something about them being soldiers or something like that. They came down with Road Warrior Animal. Yes, folks, the living Road Warrior. And they defeated the kingdom of Josephus. Since all in, (laughs) I think he's just—I think he's just like rooming with Jack's Dane, and so they just roll together. He just follows along. (laughs) He's like, "Dude, did you leave enough hot pockets? No. Can I roll with you, man? All right." Uh, (laughs) Crimson and Jack's Dane defeated the kingdom of Josephus, which is Crazy Steve and Shannon Moore, of course, with Josephus. 
And then we had a two out of three falls match for the NWA World Heavyweight title. The first, I want to say first, maybe second defense. I think this is the first defense of Cody Rhodes uh, since winning the title. First defense, they went 36 minutes and Nick Aldis won back his NWA heavyweight title from Cody. He's got Aldis championship. Ha ha ha. That was good. So that was good. So good on him and I don't know. I love this like bullet club shit that's going on right now. They put out their last line of bullet club t shirts. It all sounds like they're gonna be leaving. They're not. Yeah, Cody (laughs) Cody says he is officially no longer a member of the Bullet Club. I fully support (coughs) them, but I am not a Bullet Club member. I met some really good people with them anymore. Yeah. So and hey, Nick Aldis, man, he's a winner. NWA World Heavyweight Champion, married to Mickey James. I mean, right there, he's doing better than me. So, really not a lot of big names on here. Not a lot of names that scream NWA. I was hoping to see some uh, some old names in there. You know, these an NWA 17th anniversary show, I'll give more leeway to them bringing back old-timers with name recognition than WWE for their first ever women's shit and all these other things and the damn crown jewels and stuff. But no, it's cool. It's good that uh, Road Warrior Animal came out. I mean, he's NWA all the way. He just screams NWA. I mean, literally, he goes, NWA! (laughs) But. He screams. No. Fuck the police. All the lyrics. I love that on uh on um yeah on um community community when the dean is trying to call the police because everybody's turning into zombies he's like you've got to come here and they're like we'll be here in six hours he's like six hours <laughs> what are you gonna be six hours and then they hang up and he's like huh Flavor Flav was right that's all he says doesn't say anything else and I just I love it because I'm like. <laughs> God, there's, there's two people watching this. People that are like, I have no idea what he's talking about. And people who automatically think of the song 911's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. But, yeah. So I want to take a quick minute to hearken way back. All the way back to last week. When we did our last Beef week. Sticks Top 10. Our Top 10 Hollow Wrestlers. Oh. Now we released a, a infographic. A picture, if you will. That I made. Some people call it a picture. Some people call it an infographic. That I made with my own bare hands. Not my human hands, but my bare hands. And we did get a couple of responses to our top ten. And I just want to take a moment to shout these people out and let you know what they said. So Simon Liggett said, Boogeyman over any of these guys is a fucking disgrace. (laughs) (laughs) And looking at the list, I stand beside him and say, yes, you're right. (laughs) But this isn't a talent contest. This is the best horror-themed wrestlers. And... Yeah, we we weren't going by work, like, who had the most five-star matches. definitely not. You know, fucking Leatherface would have never made it that. Leatherface wouldn't have been on the list. (laughs) Motherfucker couldn't wrestle for anything. 
He came out wearing a woman's blouse and a chainsaw. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> but no, I, yeah. I agree. And then Ben Pearson said, Abyss should be just decay as a whole. To which I said, we definitely did consider that. Because we did. We talked about that. We considered it. But with Joseph Park being inducted in the Impact Hall of Fame, we decided to just run with him. It doesn't matter what stable Abyss is in, he always shines. Yeah, and it, and it really would, it would delude Abyss more than it would bring up Rosemary or Crazy Steve. You know, Decay wouldn't have been anything without Abyss. But Abyss was Abyss without any of them. You know yeah. what I mean? We did. We 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 had a we had Rosemary on our list of of possible top tens. She she just didn't quite make the cut. You know, to be very honest, though, I think when we were originally setting the list up, we maybe did decide to do them as a stable. And then when we put the list together, we would just went with Abyss. <laughs> That's kind of the way my well, brain no, wants yeah, to remember it. We had talked about it, but yeah, I just decay. Like I said, it just it would dilute, it would dilute Abyss. It wouldn't it wouldn't raise up Crazy Steve and Rosemary. It would dilute Abyss. You can't just you can't just tack them on. You know we had the Wyatt family, but Bray Wyatt is is more scarier with the Wyatt family. We even said you know a cult leader without a cult isn't right. scary. You know we had the Brothers of Destruction, but those guys have. Decades and and countless, you know, amazing matches together and and have influenced an entire generation. I really like Crazy Steve. Crazy Steve hasn't influenced a motherfucker. Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody. (laughs) I like the guy. I love watching his work. He's an awesome character. Nobody went and watched Crazy Steve and decided they were going to become a pro wrestler didn't happen but no it's great we love to see people interacting and responding we love to get your opinions because your opinion this is just our opinions we could be 100 percent wrong we could be 100 percent right it's literally our opinions it's our show it's our but i mean all in all from the evidence gathered by the people who commented ben pearson it was a pretty solid list and Simon Liggett, we must have done pretty solid if the only complaints are of this should have been uh, Decay and, and Boogeyman should have been at the bottom of the list. Right. And, and they make valid mm-hmm. points. They're wrong. They <laughs> right, right. Points. We're right. We made the list. <laughs> we made the rules. It is the way it is. Deal with it. God, we're starting to sound like <laughs> should we, should we uh, take scary. this podcast to Saudi Arabia? Let's do it! <laughs> Just make sure to bring your bone saw with you. Pack light, um, you're going to need room in that suitcase. Damn right. So are you ready to add some sizzle to oh, the I'm steak? I'm always ready for some sizzle, man. Chisel. <laughs> Chisel the chisel, my chisel. So I suppose the the big news of this week, which is actually big speculation at this point, 
But allegedly, John Cena will not be on the Crown Jewel card, which may or may not be coming from Saudi Arabia because they won't tell you, when the event takes place on November 2nd. According to John Pollock of Post Wrestling on his Rewind a Raw recap, and Dave Meltzer on the newest Observer Radio endorsed Pollock's report, this also further solidifies the initial report made by Robbie Fox of Barstool Sports that Cena wasn't going to work the show and that Daniel Bryan was reportedly refusing to work the event as well. Now, neither Pollock or Meltzer have had any updates on Bryan as of this recording taking place. But according to Pollock, John Cena is off the crown jewel and WWE Creative has a replacement in mind. Now, the wording here, you really have to watch because it's saying Daniel Bryan's refusing to work. It's saying John Cena's not on mm-hmm. the card. That could just mean that John Cena's filming got in the way and he couldn't do it. That could be any number of things. I could um, see Daniel Bryan and John Cena make a stand together, though. They're two people that can. Not everybody And they're can. two people that are connected. You know, John might not be with Nikki anymore, but... They're, like, connected in that way. Yeah. Yeah, and Daniel Bryan, I'm sure, doesn't... I mean, on the plus side, none of the women have to refuse to go. WWE has a replacement (laughs) for John Cena in mind. Batista! He'll do it for the money. Batista will do it. Batista will do it. Um, and for all of you that remember, John Cena was supposed to be in the next Suicide Squad movie, which is going to be directed by that. uh, No, he's going to, it's going to be directed by that Marvel director that just got canned for the sexual allegations. Uh, Feige or Feig or I don't don't think that's the name, isn't it? (laughs) Isn't it? Feige. Isn't it? It's F. F E I G E. It's like Feig or Feig. Something. That's right. <coughs> I mean, that's. It could be know. good, though. Maybe I mean, that's they, not who you're they, talking get, about. they get a really good Marvel director and Batista. It could be a good thing. Probably won't. I don't hold my breath for DC. Right. Um, John Cena was going to be in the. Um, World Cup to prove who is the best in the world. From America, mostly. Yeah, a couple problems there. 100% from America. Not a single person is not from America on there. You could you could try to stretch Rey Mysterio because he's from Hispanic descent. <laughs> but he was born and raised in California. It's the United States of America. Um... So, you know, when they first talked about his World Cup, obviously, as we stated, I haven't been watching the weekly shows, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. I thought of, immediately, my mind, as a, a Impact and TNA guy from, from way back, from 2003 on, they used to do a World Cup. And I just assumed, don't know why I would have assumed they'd do the same thing that, that Impact did. I'm, I'm not even saying that sarcastically, I guess. I mean, I shouldn't even have thought that, but... I thought of that immediately. And what they would do is they had four teams and it would usually be like United States, Mexico, Japan, and other, and other would just be like, you know, maybe this guy 
from Canada, this guy from Germany, this guy from Brazil, whatever. Um, sometimes it would be United States, Canada, Mexico, and other. I mean, they, they just usually, it would be three countries that they had a lot of wrestlers in and then just a, a random group. And they would have like four members on each or something like that. And they would wrestle in different matches, tournament style, and go on until it was like one-on-one. And then that winner would win it for their team. And, you know, sometimes America won, sometimes America lost. But it was a World Cup. They took teams from all over the world, wrestlers from all over the world that weren't weren't normal impact guys a lot of times. And that's what I thought they were going to do here. But instead, they just brought in all all of their American veterans <laughs> and threw them in a fucking Drag match. Drag them from retirement. So not only that, it's literally called... And and I know it's literally called this because they have said it every single time they have said it. It is the World Cup to prove who is the best in the world. It's not just the World Cup. It's the World Cup to prove who is the best in the world. <laughs> two names that are not competing in there... Are two of the best in the world. ...are AJ Styles and... Well, I was going to say Roman Reigns, but whoever is uh, whoever's the universal champion. So, WWE is going out of their way to say their champions are not the best right. in the world. Yeah, it's some shit. It's some shit. I bet Hogan's going to be in that Stupid. shit. Brother. I also have a, have a new theory that I just <laughs> formulated while you were talking. All right, go theorize. Okay. Vince, in order to save face and still make money, does... Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia, but it is not televised, and it is just a house show, and that's the end of history. I'd almost be okay with that. That, if they do go through with it, I feel like that's the only logical way to do it. You save the face by not broadcasting it. Essentially, it could remain hush-hush. Kind of. It's still going to be loud on the internet, but. If Vince had any balls at all, he'd tell the, the Saudi prince, you know what? All this shit's going down. It's getting hot. It's getting hot over here, buddy. I know it's getting hot for you, but it's also getting hot for me. We're going to continue with Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. We'll have it, but it's going to be. The Women Evolution card. <laughs> so you're going to have the Women's Battle Royal. You're going to have Io Shirai and Tony Storm. You're going to have Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. You're going to have Ronda Rousey and Nikki Bella. That's the way it's going to be, buddy. It's time to get That's progressive, the way it's gonna be. bitch. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And if it makes you feel good, we'll even film them driving their cars over there because you're so proud you let women drive now. <laughs> We'll have 15 minutes of the women just fucking Oh, they can driving, all drive cars we'll to the ring. we'll throw it on our fucking... And then we'll fucking throw it on our uh, uh, road trip show or whatever the fuck they call it. Ride along. Oh, there you go. There'd be a road trip. Yeah, there'd be a ride along for them. <laughs> women driving in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> American women. God. Nervous. That would be something. <coughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I feel like that's... The the closest to a win-win scenario is if they 
do it, don't broadcast it, and then sever ties. And if you do that, that's fine. You're not, then you're not showing or, support. You're not, or hold it in I America mean, they can do... and cordially invite all of them to come to America. Right? <laughs> to be a part of the show. Fucking 50 federal agents just fucking drop on them as soon as they land. You're not falling for that shit. Come over here to America. You can go get a fucking wedding certificate. Trust us. It'll be fine. Trust us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just a shit show. I'm going to be I'm going to be so happy when this is <laughs> It's over. never going to be over. God. There's always going to be the next stupid thing. Yeah, but this one is honestly, this is one of the worst black eyes WWE has had. Oh yeah. Yeah, since, since like the steroid scandal of since yeah. the steroid, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Exactly, this is probably the worst black eye they've had since then. It's just, and if they played those fucking propaganda little clips that they did on the first one right yeah. now, God, I don't know. Come to Saudi Arabia where we won't chop you up and put you in twelve briefcases. Right. <laughs> what if Vince McMahon has a fucking Kashagi Memorial Battle Royal? <laughs> Give them the warrior award. It'd be great too. It'd be great too because they wouldn't even have to tell anybody anybody there. They could just they could just have the announcer <laughs> say it over the fucking thing to the to the WWE <laughs> network. Never say it in right. you know in the arena or anything like that. Never never publicize it or market it that way. Just <laughs> that would be just oh man, that would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be too much. God, I would love them for that. Would. I would, I would forever be a WWE mark again if they did Too bad shit. money replaces balls at that point. That is true. <laughs> I want to replace my balls with money. That'd be, that'd be neat. <laughs> I'm walking and shit's crinkling. That's like, why Vince walks the way he walks. <laughs> it probably is, right? <laughs> it's too loud if he walks normally. <laughs> He's got those bills in his sack. He's got to walk all bow-legged. It's too loud. The the cameras pick it up. Yep. <sighs> Isn't it even in a song? No chance, son. That's what you got. $50,000 stuffed in my sack. Yeah, I think that's how it goes. I think that's how it goes. He's letting the world know. He's a robot with money in his sack. Bunch of chocolate titties that my kids can suck on. Pump it. (laughs) (laughs) They'll find their place in line. I've got cash in. Cash in my sack. (laughs) (laughs) I would just, I would love, I would just love if Vince McMahon had a fucking dollar sign tattooed on his sack so it just looked like one of Scrooge's money bags. <laughs> that would be so cool. I might do that now that I'm thinking about it. Give new meaning to the word <laughs> money shot. <Right. laughs> That'd be fucking great. I might do, do that. It. it just seems like it'd be a really tender spot to get a, a tattoo. 
I don't know how that would work. I'd be scared. <laughs> I'd be scared. In other non-testicle related news, it is reported by F4WOnline.com that Alexa Bliss reportedly suffered a concussion this past weekend on Saturday during a WWE live event. Bliss, who had been out of action for a while with an arm injury, returned on Friday in Bangor, Maine, and then also worked a match in Saturday in Hartford, Connecticut, teaming with Mickey James in a loss to Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey. It was supposedly then that she suffered a concussion. She was subsequently pulled from the WWE event in Boston on Sunday with Tamina replacing her. But the most recent reports indicate she will not miss Evolution due to this misfortune. I hope not. I hope not. She's one of the biggest names yeah. on there right now. Yeah, God, we don't need to lose more people. Oh, hope for the best. I do too. I do too. We never like to see anybody hurt. And then, to touch on some news we had kind of brought up last week about the whole uh, Jim Ross, Jericho, Access TV, um, Sheer Khan deal. Jericho has responded to the rumors about him and Jim Ross starting up this new wrestling company via Twitter. Stating simply, I'm starting my own wrestling company, with a question mark. Awesome. I'm also starting my own movie studio with Lady Gaga and my own car wash with Bono and my own bake shop. I'm going to laugh when he's telling the truth about all of this. So <laughs> That's all I could think when I read that. I'm like, he's telling the truth about everything. This is all real. So it's one of those things. Jericho has been great at uh, keeping up kayfabe on Twitter. And, you know, he, he has directly responded to it. But. A, he didn't directly say right. no at all. He didn't say he didn't say no at all, directly or indirectly. And also, if he did, Jericho's been known to lie on Twitter <laughs> to to make a surprise. Even oh with, yeah, you know, even and I mean, so with the really... rumors and everything of the Bullet Club going with him, and they're all dropping their shtick. Cody even gave up his NWA championship. Everything is lining up for this to be a legitimate thing. And I'm holding my breath. I shouldn't, but I am. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say what I said last week. If it's real, it's great for wrestling fans. It's great for wrestlers. It's great for everybody who needs a job or wants entertainment. You know, but A, it could just be bullshit, honestly. And B, even if it's not bullshit, it might not go anywhere. I mean, it very easily could go nowhere. I, I would find I mean, it hard to fail. A lot of people fail. have started. A lot of people have started wrestling companies, and I hate to tell you, Pasty, but the largest percentage of them. Yeah, fail. but Chris Jericho and Jr. have started wrestling company with the potentiality of the star power of the the Young Bucks and and Cody Rhodes and Marty Skrull and yeah, Kenny but man, Omega. starting a. Starting a, a wrestling company isn't as easy as it sounds, man. Ask ask Jeff Jarrett. I get that, but you're talking about people, you know, like like we talked about last week. All in was put together by these people. Uh, that wasn't a company. That was literally just one. Yeah, event, you know, that's a huge difference. Yeah, but that's huge the difference. first step in that direction. 
the the Jericho Cruise is another step in that direction. You're building a brand it's of entertainment. Just another house show. That's all. That's all Which having a company is is a string of house shows that are televised. That's it. But they have to make money. That's that's the thing. They have to make money. You have to have people in place. You have to have television. You have to have contracts. And I think Chris Jericho's got the mind to know shit. that by now. And if he well, doesn't, um, JR definitely fucking should. You know what I mean? I don't know. I have I have faith if this is a thing and it does happen. Yeah, but you know same, I don't think it's going to be the biggest thing in the world. I don't think it's going to take on WWE. I would love to see it try. I just, I, I, I'm just being realistic about it. Again, I would love yeah, for real it to be lipstick. real. I want it to be real. It's possible it could be real. But, you know, saying Jericho and Jim Ross both know their way around the wrestling business so they can start a company is like me saying, well, I've driven a car. I can hey, we listened one. to podcasts and started one. So who's to say you can't? We'll see. We'll see when the money starts rolling in. But I do want to say congratulations to Chris Jericho. I believe just a few days ago, his wrestling cruise finally sold out. So he is sold out. Awesome. Good for you. As as you said, Pasty, another step in the right direction. Anytime these successful things come through, it's positive for the fans. It's positive for the people in the business. I'm all for it. Not trying to shit on it. Just trying to be realistic. Real lipstick. Global, Global Wrestling Federation started as a a wrestling federation, they taped like five, six episodes. If it taped five, six shows, taped it, ready to air on TV. Then he turned it to a cash for gold business. Now the motherfuckers are selling tickets to New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom. Global Force Wrestling gives you fucking, they're, they're travel agency now. They get you a <laughs> hotel, uh, uh, a fucking airplane ticket, and seats for like $5,000. This motherfucker doesn't know what he's doing. He's like, I got a business, but nothing's working, so I'm just going to keep doing other shit till something lands. We'll buy your gold on our planes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this fucker's trying everything in the world to, to not give up those fucking initials. And sell you pizza. He probably will pretty soon. Weren't they man. doing that? Didn't while Global Force was still part of TNA, weren't they like doing their own pizzas? I swear to God, we did a story on that. God, they might have. That doesn't sound familiar to me, but it honestly would not <laughs> shock me. <laughs> as fucked up as it is, man, it honestly <laughs> would not shock me at we'll all. We'll buy your gold for you and put it on your pizza so you can eat it in our plane. <laughs> Oh boy. Wonder wonder what I can find about uh Global Force Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom. Hey, here we go. Right here. Oh fuck. Why didn't I just go to GlobalForceWrestling.com? <laughs> Wrestling Travel and Global Force team up for travel packages to Wrestle Kingdom thirteen. <laughs> it says uh Global Force Entertainment. It is partnered with Wrestle Travel to offer fans the experience of a lifetime, pasty. Tickets and travel packages to New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom 13 on January 4th, 2019 at the Tokyo Dome. And that's just the beginning. God, I can see him on a commercial. <laughs> right. But wait, there's more. <laughs> 
Wrestling fans can expect the same for events across the globe, including the United States, Mexico, Canada, and Japan. We're absolutely delighted to team up with Global Force Entertainment and its CEO, Jeff Jarrett, a WWE Hall of Fame member and iconic figure in the world of wrestling, said Lee McAtry? McAtier? A-T-M-C-A-T-E-R. You should just say it the same way over and over again. Maybe it'll click. I know. Lee, Lee, I'm just going to call it. (laughs) The prospect of working with Global Force Entertainment is incredibly exciting as we strive to deliver unrivaled opportunities for fans to secure tickets and packages for the very best wrestling events throughout the world. Wrestle Kingdom is the biggest event in New Japan calendar and the biggest wrestling show outside the United States. Jared appeared at Wrestle Kingdom 9 as part of the Bullet Club. He goes on, he goes on. Where do you get your tickets? Here we go. Is, is Jared still in the Bullet experience. Club? Is he going to be the last member of the Bullet Club? Um, <laughs> it's so going to be Jared and Arrow. So you can uh, you can go you can leave from San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York, Sydney, Australia, London. There you go. Those are the, those are what you can do. So let's say <laughs> let's say we're leaving from uh, let's say we're leaving from New York. Pacey. All right. Let's let's see what happens. Let's see what it says here. If you leave from New York for thirty three thousand four hundred ninety nine U S dollars. You include return flights the 1st until the 7th, January 2019, transfer from airport to hotel one way. Holy shit. So you don't get a ride back to the airport? (laughs) What the fuck? Hotel based on two sharing. So two people share one room. One ticket for Wrestle Kingdom. What? Two people in the hotel, only one fucking ticket. (laughs) The other fucker's staying there watching it on TV at the hotel. Additional add-on expenses are available upon request. Come experience the prestige in pageantry and the best professional wrestling in Japan. Witness huge names perform such as Kenny Omega, Kazuchika Okada, Cody, Juice Robinson, The Young Bucks, Kota Ibushi, Sho, Yo, Chris Jericho, Jay White, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kushida, Tetsuya Naido, and many more claim the bragging rights of the ultimate wrestling fan and tell the world that you were there. <laughs> and you paid way more for that flight than you should have. Fuck yeah. So that's from New York. What happens if you leave from Sydney? Sydney's like a hop, skip, and a jump away from Japan. They're pretty close. Holy shit! How does AUD transfer to USD? Because they're asking for $5,599 Australian. Oh, shit. To USD. How much is that? Uh, Come on. Exchange rate. Um, The fuck? (laughs) Brought me to brought me to the fucking stock market. Not trying to get that in depth here. Come on, motherfucker. Gotta do your research. Check WWE stock <laughs> levels while you're at it. Here we go. AUD to USD exchange currency rate. What does this include? 
includes the same thing. What I don't like is it says included and it says return flights first until the 7th. It says return flights. So are you paying for the flight out? And they're just paying for you to come back? It's Why a round it trip. return flights? You can have your return flight from the 1st to the 7th, depending on how long you want to stay. Okay. We'll call it that. Um, U.S. dollars. And how much was I doing? I'm doing 5599 That comes to... God damn it. Three thousand eight hundred and sixty-four U.S. dollars. So you're paying more money to go from Sydney, Australia, which I mean, unless they've changed the atlas lately, I think is way closer than New York. <laughs> way fucking closer, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, if you look at a map of yeah. the world, Australia's not that far no. from Japan. New York, man. They got flying out fly. of L.A. because yeah, L.A. F- should be less too. They do have flying out of L.A. What is L.A. to be announced? (laughs) Well, San Francisco, though. San Francisco. That should be the same. Uh, $34.99. Jesus Christ. I still love their fucking hotel for two people to one room, but one (laughs) ticket. Son of a bitch. This, uh... I love Global Force Wrestling, man. These motherfuckers give me hours of They're They're great businessmen. <laughs> I mean... To role model our Not from wrestling after. shows. <laughs> they don't entertain me through wrestling shows, but goddamn, do they entertain me. <laughs> man. Pasty, I couldn't think of a better note to end this episode on. Yeah, that's pretty on. fucking perfect. This episode all about the women, we just will end it on Global Force's flop of a fuck. A fuck of a flop. Well, for that matter, I guess I've been pasty white. And I am the cancer that eats the Anawai. Oh, that's family. terrible. <laughs> I know, right? Is it too soon? <laughs> Remember, fatmacbsp at gmail.com, folks. <laughs> Bring it, motherfuckers. Uh, I'm going to make an infographic with a quote. That says Fat Mac. I am the cancer <laughs> that eats the NOIE family. I'm going to post it up everywhere with your social media links. Go for it. Let's Go for do it. it. Worst, worst case scenario, I get called out by one of them on Twitter, and it's the most famous I'll ever be <laughs> in my life. Shit. <laughs> Controversy equals cash, man. Yes, indeed. So beef out! Beef in.